What's up, everyone, and welcome back. I don't know what to do with my hands. Ooh, your mic's wobbling, dude. Uh, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. We are... I feel like I have to hold it. I don't know why. I feel like I should just be able but to let it go. When most podcasters, when you watch them, they do. They keep their hands on me a minute. If, and then I'm just like, if yeah. you are watching the YouTube video, you'll notice we're in a different yeah. set. It's Same spot. Floating, floating mics. New... It's like magic. New setup here. We've got the couch... Love seat. Love seat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's only going to fit two men. <laughs> two fully grown men. All right. We're, we're on a uh, uh, sitting utensil. <laughs> utensil. Tool. We're in a sitting. Sitting apparatus. We're in a sitting apparatus. apparatus. Robbie's in a sitting apparatus. We have some mics rigged up. And I we're just going to try it. We should all three just sat on that. <laughs> That would be Joe, incredible. You should, sit, you should sit on the coffee table. Uh, this coffee table uh, is not Looks for only. actually storing anything. It uh, was at one point. And not an actual stopped, coffee table. It stopped being good. We 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 dr- we slid it or across the car. It's just not poorly. It, it's poorly made. It's not. It's not yeah. well crafted. It was cheap. <laughs> it was cheap. My kids were here. One of them touched it and it, and it just fell apart yeah, because great. the one leg has no support. So if you slide it, if you try to adjust it on the carpet, it, yeah. it pulls that leg. So anywho. Uh, we've got a new little setup here. We're gonna try this just and just up. see what see what happens. I like it. I'm, I'm trying to go it. a little bit more Love casual, it. you know. I yeah. feel like I feel like uh, you know the desk setup that we have lately that we've been doing the kind of cross uh, set it is nice, but it's not. Whenever we did the interview with John Melitis, I was like, yes, yeah, it was. Nice. This is nice. You know what's yeah. interesting is with the desk setup, we're we're technically closer. You would think that that would be better for conversation but this feels more conducive to conversation because you're, like you're just sitting yeah. it's like talking, you're sitting you know? around drinking I mean, a cup I, of coffee talking i chill on the couch all the time with this in my face right like at home and stuff right I just, I get robbie records couch. himself 24 rec- 7 just in case I robbie say does something a, super witty you know and then be does, like i need to he does a live that. vlog at his house you can 24 7 you can find it at robbie's tech reviews 1, a, 1 a.m it sounds like this <laughs> what my it is I like I, I pull it pull the mic over in the bed and everything it is strange not having the headphones on because we've gotten so used to podcasting with headphones yeah, that's why is. i kind of needed them on well and i wanted to make sure that we were rolling and everything was good um so i put the headphones on but now taking them off it's so if this sounds horrible sorry yeah, but sorry. technically not everything's bad. the same we, we just see the, the waveforms going yeah. over there so yeah, yeah it's good. good we're rolling so um we did a kind of different episode in our in our last uh, uh, our last episode of the Chromecast. So we wanted to do a kind of one off episode or like a, a, a breakdown or a trending. I think is what we made the playlist. Yeah, I think I think that's the idea. It's a, it's a trending like a something topical that's going kind of on thing. that we want to do a just an episode just about that. We yep. talked about doing it with Minecraft and never got around to that one. Maybe we'll still do it, um, but we did this one on AI and generative AI and. It was a fun conversation. We let we let Bard basically give us the outline. We did, yeah. And then Gabe got offended and left. I did, yeah. Mid mid podcast, he, he just, just got, got up and line. left. And so then he got well, stuff. People started talking about regulations left. and government and ethics, and I was like, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. See ya. I'm just kidding. I won't be regulated. <laughs> I won't. I refuse. I, I refuse to be regulated. Is that but, what Bard says, or is that you? You that don't want to be regulated. Okay. No, that was Gabe. <laughs> oh, okay, that was Gabe. Yeah, yeah. I, I will not you, be regulated. Don't fence yeah. me out. Well, it was a fun <laughs> regulation aside. <laughs> it was a fun chat, and you should go check it out. Did it you get a, the show notes? By the way, it was a good one. I, I didn't it even just remotely me. look You're sitting at sitting over there with no no nope. writing apparatus. Hey, Robbie, you're your host today. Go ahead. I feel like I'm in the host chair. You, you, um, I, I, I kind of thought about me sitting there, but it, it messes up. I like this side shot for you. Okay. So, what are we talking about first? <laughs> I think we should talk about a little bit because uh, it's a, it's a quick quick thing we can kind of get out of the way. Okay. To start the show with um, some some new hardware. So Acer, yeah. uh, just unveiled uh, a new Chromebook, and Gabe got wind of a Chromebox. Um, oh they yeah. They both have. Yeah. What is uh, a bit unique in them and Dude, raptor leg the noise? Rap- the same. Rap- there you go. There it is. I don't know what a raptor sounds like. Uh, does I anyone know that? Remember, uh, is it Ross? Uh, he's talking about <laughs> velociraptors. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make a meme out of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't get so. my hands up here because I don't want to hit my mic. Yeah, you feel tra- I feel I'm, trapped. I'm, I'm in my yeah. Like Joe, yeah, you're right. Something back there. I was like. 
the I'm couch gonna, the couch make... is much better for yeah the couch so, is super is comfy so. well i mean i'm i'm they look uncomfortable that that chair is literally Do a, I look as uncomfortable as i feel <laughs> that chair is go get my racing chair you can see yeah yeah, yeah. Um, just come in here lay back no, I think if we do the, uh, we're going to get some uh, tripods and like uh, boom mic stands, the short, yeah. the stubby little boom. Uh, that That'll way it's perfect. just boom. It's right here and you can kind of grab yeah. it and move it. This yeah. I feel this like is I a keep, little too wobbly. I don't, I don't want to mess with it. Especially with you all with the coffee on that table. And our, and our super table. strong sure furniture. And these mics are not like <laughs> they're light. Very, very they're heavy. They're no, quite hefty. They're not. Um, so yeah, if it all goes wrong, uh, you know, we'll, we'll make a meme. Be some good outtakes. That's right. Uh, but yeah, so the, the Raptor Lake, uh, I haven't looked into other than finding commits, golly, um, I don't know, no three, four months ago, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe six months ago about, uh, Raptor Lake, um, in the, in the repositories. I, the other day I was like, I probably need to get wise on yeah. Raptor Lake. Cause I don't know what it, I just, I know it's not very different than no. Alder Lake chips. So, you so yeah, I, I got an email from, uh, Eric at CTL last week cool dude ceo of uh ctl he always kind of keeps me in the loop on not like secretive stuff he's not leaking anything he just kind of gives me a heads up hey this is yeah. this is getting ready to happen or we're putting a press release out or whatever uh they launched their newest chrome box last week and it's i mean it looks just like their last cbx2 the one that we re- reviewed and the one uh did a tear down of and all that stuff but it had i looked at the specs when he sent it the celeron was the celeron that's in stuff right now so it's right. 12th gen but then I saw the uh, the i7 and it was a thirteen fifty five and I I like I messaged him back because I just texted him and I get an email I'm just gonna <laughs> what text is this because he'll text me like at random times we were in Florida and he was texting me at like they had that new Chromebook that has the clear bottom on it and I was because oh, yeah. oh, yeah. he's on the West Coast I'm getting like texts from him at like two o'clock in the morning he's like hey what what do you think about a Chromebook that has a clear bottom and we were talking about it and the next thing I know he's like all right we're gonna put a press release out I'm like okay cool <laughs> so but i text him to make sure like this is 1355 is this a 13th gen and he said yeah the the um i7 version is actually the raptor lake and he went on to tell me that it's literally a pin replacement cpu so the kind of the way old school cpus were you just get the cpu and you pop it out and you pop a new one in with a mm, thermal grease right or so they're they're that similar yeah the <laughs> so that's just a little yeah similar. that led me to dig in to see exactly what the differences were that way i could actually speak to it in the article the only difference between um what alder lake alder lake alder lake well, yeah. and rocket lake no, these raptor. now now granted when raptor we're lake. raptor lake <laughs> yeah Raptor. <laughs> you have to do that every time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Raptors have like thick yeah. claws, right? Raptor. So, <laughs> so when we talk about these chips, keep in mind the the scope of chips for um, Chrome OS devices is pretty narrow because if you go desktops and servers and Windows devices, you've got you've got all sorts of different series of chips, P series, and all these different things. So. There's usually one i3, one i5, and one i7. Sometimes there's two, and it's a, usually a U-series chip, usually. Right. Mm-hmm. So there are other chips other than this, but the only difference between this i7, which is a 1355, and the previous i7, which is a 1255, is the clock speed. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This one goes to 5 gigahertz, which is pretty beefy. Yeah. Uh, the twelfth gen goes to it's either four point five or four point eight or something like that. So mm-hmm. half of a gigahertz. Everything else is exactly the same. But you know, it was really cool because here you've got CTL, which is a relatively small enterprise education focused company here in the US who hit the market with the first ever Raptor Lake device. Nice. Right. Which yeah. uh, cool. which is really cool. But then today Acer announced their new um chromebook and it is all uh 13th gen so it's all raptor yeah. like i3 i5 i7 same i7 they have, are they doing celeron or pentium or anything nope it just had the three cores but they are doing up to 32 gigs of ram yeah they're going there's, there's an enterprise version yeah. of it which yeah isn't. so and if you look at it the pictures are on the on the website in the post it looks very much almost identical to the 714 12th gen that's at best buy right now uh, they do have an optional fingerprint sensor you can get the stylus or not get the stylus other than that what are the ports on the 714 the one the one that we had i feel like it's a decent array i feel like it had hdmi on it 
This okay, wrong, so the new one has two C's and A and HDMI, an HDMI, HDMI, which honestly I'd probably the same. Like, yeah, that's my I love that port selection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it gives but the you fingerprint sensor, so you know, we've seen quite a few of them that are down here on the keyboard deck, but they're square. This is the nice narrow little oh, oval yeah. shape one right Oof, beside yeah. the uh, trackpad, which is awesome. Yeah, because uh, that's what they used for the uh, Vero, the Vero mm-hmm. yeah, tested yeah, that had the yeah. fingerprint scanner. But I mean, I love uh, that because it's out of the way and it's just small. And I mean, yeah. they always work. They're, just, yeah. they're so good. Other than that, I mean, it's not very different as for, um, the screen, same screen, 340 nits, 16 yeah. by 10, uh, upward firing DTS audio speakers, aluminum chassis. It's, it's a quad HT webcam, though, right? Yes. It, uh, I remember you said that yesterday, yeah. Yeah, because I said 2K QHD. Yeah, 2K. Yeah, so 2K webcam. That's dope. I wonder what that comes out to in megapixels. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. It's time to start taking your online security and privacy seriously, folks. NordVPN not only shields your online activities from prying eyes, but also blocks malicious websites and bypasses geo-restrictions. Using NordVPN on a Chromebook is incredibly simple, too. You can get connected through their easy-to-use Chrome extension, or you can install their Android app available through the Play Store for more comprehensive protection that will cover both your browsing and app-related activities. Listeners of the Chromecast podcast can get up to 70% off plus four extra months free by using the coupon code CHROMEUNBOXED at checkout, or you can just go to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord and the coupon code will be automatically applied. That's chromeunbox.com forward slash N-O-R-D. I'd ask Google, but she 2560 by 1440, whatever that math is. Yeah. Yeah, do it. Come on. Okay. Can you do it in your Not head? My, I can't do it in my carry brain. Carry the four, three. Carry the, yeah. carry the two. The <laughs> so, <laughs> you're not judging. Anyway, while he's doing his math here. It's about 3.7 megapixel camera. There you okay. go. That's better Something. than what better than what you get on most. So. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Which so the five? Uh, Was, is the, it the Dragonfly? Dragonfly's got an eight. Eight. Uh, front facer. Yeah, uh, there's a Is couple. There another that have one fives. that we were talking about recently that had five. So the duets have eight and five. Yeah, right. Yeah, eight on the back, five on the front. There's a Chromebook recently though that we. Yeah, I spent a lot of Chromebooks. Um, we've done we've done several unboxings in the last week and a yeah, half. Yeah, there's a there's something floating around recently that was five, but there's there's a few five megapixels. HP that we unbox. I think it was the HP because I remember you looking up yeah, the stats. Yeah, might have a five mm-hmm. megapixel. The new yeah, the X360, uh, X360 really 14C. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To go along so, with yeah. its middling yeah. brightness, but yeah, display, the, flimsy yeah. jazzy. So, but the Acer, it's like I said, it's it's very similar to the one that says Best Buy right now. But there's going to be an enterprise and a consumer model. Uh, it says starting price is six ninety nine, which at first I was like, oh wow, that's awesome. But then I remembered six ninety nine is going to be i three one twenty eight. Now that's not bad. It's i three one twenty eight gigs, and okay. it's not EMMC. It's NVMe one twenty eight. So that's a solid price. That because you look at the last year's X three sixty, it's i three eight one twenty eight. It's this, six, this year's is too. Yeah, but it's it's um, so. Oh yeah, this year. So the twelfth gen one is six ninety nine for eight one twenty eight. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be i three eight one twenty eight for six ninety nine. Probably but, won't have the stylus. Definitely won't have the fingerprints. Well, here's the here's my issue with that. It's the seven fourteen that's out now is what it's 8256 that's the problem and it's core i5 because you also yeah. get iris xe graphics which you and will not processor get with the, bump is only yeah if it's, it's yes. a little clock, clock speed bump that won't make any yeah. sense so it'll, it'll be interesting acer i feel like does a really poor job of yeah. 
uh, on their press releases of saying like, here's exactly what's going to be at Best Buy. Right. And that's they, my, my guess is you're, yeah, you're going to have your really. enterprise models. There will be one specific SKU for Best Buy that yeah. will probably yeah. be i5-8128 that will probably have the pin and it'll have a pricing structure that's different because right now they have an i7 version of the 714 on Acer's website. So the only thing it has is... The i7, and I think it has 16 gigs of RAM, maybe. Of last year's? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's $1,000. Mm-hmm. So if they bring an i5-8128 to Best Buy for $729, then that's yeah. fine. But the one yeah. at Best Buy hasn't been hasn't been around that long, Did, has it? Speaking of... Not really. I mean, the 714 is... I, I have to go back and look. I feel like it's like seven or eight months old. I was going to say yeah. six, yeah. So I'm, they might have done this mainly as an enterprise play. Yeah. So we'll see. Did we ever do any content around the other Vero that's at? No, nope, I was thinking about that today. I literally, uh, as soon as we were just talking about it, I was like, "Wait, wait, uh, the the, the higher end one or the one that's available that. Best Buy?" Yeah, the one that they shipped us that was the one that I think you can go get. We said uh, we were that one you can get an Acer, um, and we have not done anything with it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, there are too many other things that just kept pushing. You just do an article. Well, it's for Earth an hour, Week, maybe. so you should be doing that right now. Do we have an article about that? I mean, we did. Whatever. We unboxed it. It's the yeah. one. Yeah. That, it's the yeah. one that we actually unboxed and did our right. video on. Okay. And then they sent us the one that's at Best Buy, and it was like, ugh, yeah, I don't love this. Um, and yeah. so we we probably need to do like I'd like to do a video. I think that talks about both of them. Yeah. Because um, they they feel like very different devices. Yeah. The, the higher end one's really nice. That's crazy. Uh, the lower end one has a lot of stuff missing out of yeah. it. And then I'm like, I don't know that at the price point that I would as quickly say, yeah, go get this. Yeah. Uh, the higher end one was really nice. I feel like after Acer's event today, the Vero line is cool because it's it's not just gimmicky. And some of the devices are really great. And yeah. They're, and they're yeah, unique. Sure. But after today's event, I feel like they, they might be uh, overextending the Vero branding. Like, yeah. I get the whole, you know, globally conscious, all that. They're mm-hmm. talking about being zero. Uh, what's it called? Um carbon net zero net zero, net zero yeah, net zero, whatever by 20 i think they said 2050 which seems I far think all these companies they just keep pushing the day yeah. we're yes. going to be carbon free 2030 carbon neutral yeah carbon neutral yeah, yeah 28 so. at some point but everything like they've got a zero air purifier and all and i'm just like Eh, Joe surprised the bike isn't, isn't the Vero. Yeah. Yeah. Joe wants the bike. They have an electric the EB. bike. The EB. EBII. EBII. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's got bump, uh, I mean, it's an electric crash bike. detection. I, it yeah. looks actually kind of cool. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Electric bikes are fun. Here's my question. If you get the warning that someone's getting ready to rear engine, yeah, what do you what do? do, you what do? do, you do? Hit the button. And it Does takes they have off like a booster. Or yeah, they, it's yeah, got rock, like the yeah, fly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, it's like wings yeah. and then it's <laughs> an ejector seat. But it only works for like one mile, so you right. use it conservatively. We, I Joe think could it would, just I fly think, from here to his house. Right. Exactly. I think it would be fun to do some content around it. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather have like some e-bike. Like, <laughs> I'd rather have like some defensive measures, like it throws tax or something out, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. an oil yeah, slick, full like, blown James Bond. Jam- yeah, yeah, James yeah. Bond. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, so you mentioned how much time do we have left? It, yeah. uh, we, we mentioned the HP unboxing. I don't think we've talked about that on the podcast. Uh, yeah, we've still got um, a few. So we we put out this unboxing, and oh by the way, with this unboxing. Um, our sponsor for that video was Penoval, and the pens are sitting right over there behind Robbie. We've got five USI uh-huh. 2.0 pens to give away to five lucky winners. Somebody's yep. got to win. And somebody's got to win. Might as well be you. You. May that? 10th is, is that when that one ends, lottery? so you still have some time. I think that's Kentucky Lottery. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well be you. So, uh, so yeah, uh, we had filmed that unboxing, I think, before i don't know podcast schedule has been weird too so anyway i don't think we've talked about it so give folks a little rundown on the Sorry, before you do that i just thought we should do you know the seven degrees of kevin bacon we should do the seven degrees of chrome os because that just made me think somebody's got to win blah blah blah. kentucky lottery what's his name from pro vivo you remember he oh, the lottery yeah, commercial yeah. and, lottery and he used to work for Promevo and they were one of the first companies walk talked to it's 7 degrees of Chrome OS Came we right could do Chrome OS. everything yep. is Chrome OS related that's right everything everything, everything is yeah. Chrome OS everything uh, <laughs> yeah so the HP X360 14C 2023 edition so we'll call it uh, there you go just, it's the, it's the just kind of showed up I feel like the third in the uh, recent line of these devices Technically, it goes back a couple versions before that to um, where they started doing 
trying to remember if they those early ones if they were called X three sixties or not. Yeah, they so added they, with the, the blue they bottom white the, top. Yeah, they added the C to it okay. after right. like a couple of years. There were a couple of those. I remember liking that, but I remember realizing that the screen was dim on those devices too. Um, at some point, we were in New York for something, and I had it, and I was working. I was like, I can't see my screen. <laughs> something has no never changed. Uh, this yeah. is not bright enough. Uh, but I liked a lot of what that Chromebook did, um, and especially back in the day. There wasn't as many to choose from. Uh, but the last couple iterations of it, the, so the X360 14C, the silver version, it's all all silver. There was an 11th gen, a 12th gen, and now a third, or I'm sorry, a 10th, 10th gen, 11th yeah. gen, and now a 12th gen. Um, and the, the 10th and 11th were so similar, we made a video uh, explaining the difference in the two um, because they look very similar. They didn't change too much, but they... You know, with these Chromebooks, HP has done a great job of of bringing some of the higher end pieces down. You know, to the to the mid range Chromebook. Uh, so, like fingerprint scanner, I feel like it's one of their better keyframes. So the the keyboard's always been great. The trackpad's always been great. Um, the build quality's always you know been really high. Um, and so you know, and it was one of the first with a USI pen support mm. too. I think one of the first tenth gen Chromebooks. So they've always done a couple cool things with the X three sixty line, and then they put them on sale like crazy. So mm-hmm. and, you know that that's just kind of been the mo. And so for the last couple of years with these devices, to the point where I think when we filmed the review or the unboxing of the new one, the existing eleventh gen was like three hundred dollars. Yeah, you could get it for four hundred dollars. What? It just that's just silly uh, to get a Chromebook that's that good. Uh, but they all had 250 nit screens all the way across the board. And so I was really hoping this year they switched from a 16 by 9 to a 16 by 10 screen. Um, and the one of the only other Chromebooks that has that is the the Acer 714 that we just talked about. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, maybe they won't, they'll go to that panel. Maybe they've heard us complain about this for long enough. And it's not true. It it's got me thinking minutes. the other day when you sent me that picture. I like 16 by 10 screens are almost like run-of-the-mill 300 nits most of the time yeah i feel like they had to go out and find <laughs> out of the way they're like yeah. hey chrome unbox like, what do you think about this we don't want to spend normal money on a 300 nit we're gonna pay extra for you guys to design yeah. just to piss nit. off robbie well, if hp is listening no apologies you need to stop I also mean, seriously unless they're like oh all these reviewers want to talk about bad battery life because we got a super Ooh, uh, super <laughs> duper bright uh display on the dragonfly well, here you go. You can't turn it up bright enough to kill the battery, so suck it. True story. <laughs> Probably not that's, what they that's, did. No, that's the reason. Probably not sure. what happened. Um, I'm, yeah, I don't know why they feel fixated on 250 nits. It's frustrating because it... I mean, that... That what, was one of the only downsides, That too. cheapy one in there that you all said you used yesterday? It's 300 yeah, nits, 300, right? And it's $300. And it, looked, it looked... We set out over... Uh, uh, at a restaurant down downtown here with garage doors open, some sun kind of right behind us, 30 feet away. and Worked yeah. on it. I got on there on and installed LumaFusion earlier and was looking, and I was like, I, I would nice be 100% there. fine working on this. How much thing. does that thing cost? 200-something? Yeah. Three. MSRP at three, but it'll probably be on sale for 250 And that, that processor's not a joke. So. Yeah. yeah, that's a whole a discussion for another, another time, day. probably. Um, I've got a, a draft sitting there ready to talk about cheap Chromebooks getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, what we saw at CES is indicative of what we're going to see a lot of, but we won't get all into that. Mm-hmm. There's just a ton of these Alder Lake N and the MediaTek 520. We haven't gotten our hands on like to really use uh, the 520 chip, uh, yet, but there's a bunch of those all waiting wow. in the wings. We're going to see a bunch of these Chromebooks um, and, coming up. And it's funny. I was looking at YouTube stats, uh, last week, last Friday. And I think, it's our number eight or maybe even number seven video for the last 365 days is the avoid these common pitfalls when buying an affordable Chromebook. Yeah. So I mean, people, I think, I think it's just the market's moving there. Um, and, and it looks like manufacturers have kind of seen this and are moving that direction too. of, of all categories of Chromebooks right now, the highest number of ones in development are, uh, either low end media tech or these new Alder like in, I mean, there's probably 25, 26, between the two of them that yeah. are haven't so I mean you think yet. about we, some of them will go to education yeah we haven't you know we haven't seen any real benchmarks or anything yet but like the N200 you put that in the chassis of a device like that mm-hmm. X360 14C what else do you need because yeah. the Pentium version of the 14C 
is great. It's no different than that device. It's just not priced right. If it was priced right. a little better, I would tell most people just to get that. You don't need an i5 or an i3 or anything right. like that. So yeah, and that, that, going back to the HP, um, you know the the switch to the screen is nice. It gives you a little more room. The speakers are improved. Um, and they're not Dragonfly Pro by any means, uh, but they are. They're better. You know the B and O branding that's on there feels like it's actually there for something they're loud and they've got some decent fullness to them uh, keyboards great trackpads great uh, but the entire bottom is plastic now and so you've got a larger screen a larger um, aluminum glass fixture on top and you feel it like you pick yeah. the, the device up trackpad was clicking it's not the the absolute bendiest device i've ever picked up but it's way bendier than it should be for 700 bucks like yeah. would you rather the lid be plastic and the cha- the bottom be metal 100 percent. yeah, yeah i think so because i mean you, when you pick the device up a lot of times you you're picking it up generally yeah and where your interaction point is always with the keyboard and stuff and the, all the x360s before well, not all the the last two that have looked kind of like this one looks have had an aluminum upper mm. so the bottom portion was plastic mm. but it's aluminum upper and i think the blue and white one had an aluminum yep. upper and then it had that and cool aluminum lid on the top um, yeah. and it it and it's deceiving because you pick it up at first and it's like yeah it's nice and it's nice and firm but as soon as we opened it it's like yeah what is happening here like i think we got it in the video of you yeah. bending it and the trackpad clicking yeah, which is just, never good it's off-putting um and it's it's one of those things like we when we went to the reviewer workshop for the dragonfly pro they spoke specifically about that like Part of what they thought through when building it was we don't want any, he called it deflection is mm-hmm. what they call it. Um, anytime you pick it up in one spot and the, the, the chassis deflects the other direction. Specifically built so it doesn't deflect. Yeah. So you guys know about this. Yeah. Like It's not like you're unaware that people don't like the way that feels in an electronic. Like I don't want to pick my phone up and feel it bend. Like that's just... Ben unsettling for a, a, an object that is full of unmoving parts to move every and time I pick it up. And a thousand dollars. And so, like, and it's like, oh, well, it doesn't cost a thousand dollars. Well, it costs seven hundred though. And in the Chromebook world, that should be indicative of some better materials being yeah, used. Yeah, absolutely. these days for sure. Um, especially when there are other devices that don't do that in this price range for sure. Like, so that was that was a little off putting. But you know, it's three sixty hinge, all that kind of stuff. So it's it there. There's some good redeeming points to it, and then there's some some stuff I think that's no good. Yeah. Again, if it goes on sale for three hundred dollars off, right? Okay, different. Yeah. And different that's discussion. the thing is, it will it, it'll always be behind the Spin Seven Fourteen unless they change something because the processor's less. You don't have the XE graphics and then the screen. And so if you're apples to apples, yeah, right. apples to apples, always going to pick the Acer. If you see the HP and you like the way it looks and it's $200 off, yeah. then I'm not going to tell you not to buy it. It's right. still a good device, but it's it's not a $700 device. No, it's not, which is unfortunate because I felt like with the Dragonfly Pro, like maybe this device, all they had to do is stay with what you were doing already. Some of the trickle-down effect, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make your speakers better yeah. and give us 350 nits in the screen. Yeah. Done. Yeah, that's all you had to touch. And I felt like they went a different direction with it and it, it, they missed, unfortunately. So... Yeah. Hopefully it goes on sale and well, it'll there'll be an argument for it. But I feel like we're, we're getting to the point we're we're on the precipice of a bunch of really good affordable Chromebooks getting yep. ready to come out. It's going to be very hard to like if you're if you're going to go high price, go all the way in like you've got to go. And that it's, people it's, don't see it yet. I still see people talking about the Dragonfly Pro. Oh, I don't think $1,000 Chromebooks need to exist. But what HP did is they went all in on that. So they just went all the way, make sure all of it's premium. Right. And it's like, I feel like for a little while we had no high-end mid-range Chromebooks, and then we had no high-end Chromebooks. Right. And now we've got some high-end Chromebooks, like the Framework's a good example. Um, but our mid-range Chromebook section that was kind of the meat and potatoes. It's like they're caught in the middle and they don't lost. know which way to go. Yeah. 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 It's like, uh, do we cut more corners right. to bring the price down or do we go over the hump and right. go into that higher territory? They're not sure. And so far it's not been great. And so now we're, we're, we're in this weird moving space where, um, I think it, when people are ready to spend money on a Chromebook, yeah. they're like, I'm ready to plunk down the money. I well, want to pay for excellence. We'll go get a dragonfly and, 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 and then, or, you know, the framework or something yeah. like that. And then if not, I'm looking for the cheapest. I'm looking for the best thing I can get for the littlest amount of right. money. Yeah. And there's some really good and, and, four and five hundred dollar Chromebooks out there now. And I think the market will will help 
you know, decide some of this, yeah, you know, like I think some of these mid range devices that are kind of caught in the middle aren't going to sell. And these manufacturers are going to have to figure out what to do. I don't envy them uh, having to don't. figure that stuff out. Especially yeah. that with a six to nine month development cycle. Right. Like it's right. hard and it's like, oh crap, we got to do this. Well, by the time you do it and deliver it's, the product, the market's might already kind of settled a little bit maybe yeah. in one way or the other. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, I keep looking for more stuff on these Geralt based uh so excited tablets. for those like when those start rolling out those are going to disrupt stuff too in this space a lot because they're going to finally provide some of that some of both best of both world scenarios and it'll be interesting to see where the pricing ends up on those media yeah. tech devices have generally been pretty affordable yeah. so that that's going to be interesting it's going to be interesting too to see if like is anybody else going to develop a like the Spin 513 was so awesome. Like nobody else going to make a Chromebook with the high-end MediaTek chip in it. Like yeah. what's going on? What? Mm. I don't yeah. know. There's just there's yeah. so many options now. It's it's yeah. It's a different, a uh, whole different thing than it used to be. So and, and we've talked about it. Of you know, as Chrome OS matures, we're going to run into some of these things where, you know, I'm sure the PC market went through some of this at one point in time. You know, of oh yeah, of trying to figure out pricing and and what you're getting for that price, and right. as as the technology is even getting better with better screens, you know, getting a little cheaper, processors getting but, cheaper. You know, the funny thing is, it's just like Android phones. Android phones went through all this stuff. Well, where true. are we at now? You have yep, twelve hundred dollar phones, and then then it's. The get cheap as cheap phones. as you can. Like, it's free. There's not a yeah. whole lot that, in the other range. That is interesting. It's, it's like the water's parted, and that's what it is. Because that's you, what you people, either want to. You either going to go get a flagship, you or you're going to go get the not. Samsung A20, whatever that yeah. is, for free. <laughs> you yeah. know, when you go get your plan. So, um, yeah. So, so we'll see. We'll yeah, see how we'll it works see. out. We'll see. All righty, we're going to take a quick break for an ad, and during the break, I think I'm going to do. We should do another poll on Twitter, and just ask people if you're shopping for a Chromebook right now. What's your budget? Yeah, just see. I like it. I've got a feeling it's going to be like that zero to three hundred range. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it, again, you have to factor in all the people that are just trying it for the first time yeah. too. Yep. There, yeah. there, there's right. still way, way, way Lots more of, of people those people still just than the ones that have it tried it and want can to I spend use, money. Is Chrome OS can can Chrome OS work for me? That's a yep. whole video series we have talked about yeah. doing that we yeah. need to do. Can Chrome OS work for me? All right, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to do that poll, and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by our awesome Patreon membership community, a place where you can join us in our passion for all things Chrome OS. We've simplified things a bit over on Patreon, and we are now offering two tiers. The first is our $2 stable sub membership that gets you ad-free access to the mobile and desktop versions of our website, chromeunbox.com. And the second is our $5 Canary Crew membership that adds access to our private Discord community in addition to the ad-free access. The Canary Crew is a place where you can chat and connect with the Chrome Unbox team and other Chrome OS enthusiasts, get early access to our YouTube videos, and help shape our content. We recently completely revamped the Discord server and have added some new categories and channels to make this server a true hub where you can stay up to date on everything happening in the world of Chrome OS. As part of this revamp, we've also added a seven-day free trial, so you can check things out for yourself before starting your membership. So if you're a fan of our content and you want to help support our independent team, just head over to patreon.com forward slash Chrome Unboxed to sign up. Let's go! And we're back. <laughs> you guys I would talk. Like to, I'm going to sit here and watch my Amazon driver. I would like to what? come back to the sound of applause. I, there, <laughs> there, the door's locked downstairs, and I got an Amazon delivery Hi. that'll be here. Hi, we're back. <laughs> so, Gabe, Gabe might leave again. <laughs> Gabe, something about there. part two of the podcast we'll that Gabe does not like. In 15 to 20 minutes. Can you just hang out? <laughs> Gabe is done. Just yeah. drop it on the porch. I'm you know, sure no one will know, steal you it. Got, you got closers in baseball? I'm not a closer. <laughs> no opener. Okay. I'm the opposite of I'm that. More I, got, I got like three innings in me and I'm out. <laughs> you're more bullpen. Yeah, you're a bullpen guy. <laughs> bullpen guy. So let's talk about the Pixel tablet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I used to get excited about this conversation. Now it's like, man, I don't even want to how talk quickly, about it. How quickly it has changed. You know what um, I am excited about? I'm excited about OnePlus's tablet. It I'm could be doing. good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and it's funny, like the Pixel tablet, I don't think anybody ever thought um, 
that this tablet was going to be so well made or so well executed or so well positioned or any whatever that it's somehow going to like make a dent in the iPad market. Like, no. let, let's let's be clear. The juggernaut in the tablet space is iPad. Period. It's like no one is delusional enough to think that like the Pixel tablet was going to come shake that up uh, from a hardware perspective. Samsung can't even do it. No. And, yeah. and Why they in the world throwing, would Google do it? They keep throwing stuff at it. And if you've ever picked up Samsung's tablets They're lately, beautiful. Quite nice. Yeah. Quite nice. But they are absolutely hamstrung by Android. Um, and, and not Android because, oh, I don't like Android. Obviously, I like Android. Um, but Android on tablets and, and the predicament that Android created basically over the course of the last, I don't know, 10 years or whatever, uh, where... You know, Android phones are what Android runs on. It's the same exact predicament we have on Chromebooks. Like, it's the same problem. You know, we run into the same issue. Apps built for Android are built for phones first, and everything else is an afterthought. And so Mm -hmm. tablets reap the the crap of that, basically. And so there was nothing. I don't think anybody, hopefully, wasn't thinking like, oh, you know, Google's going to make a tablet. Finally, they're going to do it right and everything's going to be perfect in the Android tablet world. Like, that wasn't the point of this. The point was, hey, we're going to build a tablet, and our ace up our sleeve here yeah. is that it, it'll dock and be a smart display yeah. with Google Assistant. It's and like you can use it. House. It's so cutting edge. And so maybe, maybe, and, and granted, a year ago yep. when they debuted it, it was like, because I remember cool. you saw the, the Pogo pins, and were like, I bet that's what it's going to do. And then when they finally debuted, that's what it's going to do. It's like, this is a great idea because we've we've talked about for a long time like how great it would be to have a tablet that docked and gave you the full Nest Hub experience. Yep. Maybe even a better one because most Nest Hub hardware is, is pretty pathetic. Yeah, because like Lenovo slow. tried it with their Tab M's and the concept was all... They sent us one like... The concept the, was there. The first or second gen, the, the concept was cool. I like the idea of it. Their hardware execution wasn't great. It looked no. it looked weird. Yeah, and it never like it was supposed to switch into more of like a home assistant mode when you put it's it on no it. And the software wasn't there yet. It was like this is a great idea, but now you've got Google's like we're going to do it. And we're going to do it right, right at a time when honestly, I feel like the, not just the assistant, but Google Home ecosystem in general is falling and, and here, apart here's the problem and, and the the piece i wrote today specifically was about this like when they announced it a year ago a year ago mind you a year in tech is like five years oh in yeah most things if not longer um I mean, look how far chat gpt has come in two months well i mean just in general like even without breakthrough technology like t- imagine if samsung said here it is folks Samsung Galaxy S23 Ultra be available this time next year. Can't do that. It, no, I mean think how many chips will change. Screen technology will 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 move forward. And granted, it's all very iterative at this point. You know, I've I've said before, I'll say it again. In a lot of ways, smartphones, tablets, and computers, even Chromebooks to an extent, are getting boring. Like they're, they're getting good enough. And that's why, like, I think they're the interesting part for Chromebooks now is like, how good can a cheap Chromebook right. get? Like that's becoming right. super interesting, but Android's even kind of gotten over that. And, and iPhones have a, as well. Like some of the cheaper ones are still good enough. A lot of people enjoy them and use mm-hmm. them and, and, and have the full experience and don't care. Uh, people are upgrading their phones far less mm-hmm. than they used to because everything's iterating at this little snail space. And even in that climate, to announce a piece of hardware and not launch it for a year, it, it's dead on arrival. Like yeah. that's a problem to begin with. That's that's one problem um, with all of this. Problem number two is how dumb Google Assistant has become. It's yes. it, you know there there are reports and and Google has even said it. Like they've taken almost all of the people off of Assistant and they've put them all on generative AI, so Bard and bard related things they're working on integrating generative ai into a cert, a new search product uh, that would replace uh, ostensibly uh, google's main search product that'll take some time they won't just roll that out willy-nilly they got to make sure that's that's so complex i can't even begin to think no. about what that would entail but they are doing it so guess what well, they fired a bunch of people for one um, and, and then they've pushed all these people over to uh, this this whole new generative AI section. Well, that means they've pulled people off of the assistant. 
Well, for some reason, that seems to have equated to the assistant becoming terrible. Um, and, and I would think anybody watching this or listening to this would probably nod their head in agreement. Like, think about some of the interactions you have with Google Assistant lately. And have most of them been bad? And I would guess most of them have for you. They've been bad for me. They're I can really honestly terrible. say that around our home, I mean, our home's not fully automated, but we have lights and smart displays and our TVs and most of our stuff is connected somehow. Right. And I've gotten to the point where I can't think of it a single point in time in the last two months, other than pressing the assistant button on Google TV remote, I've not talked to hmm. our Google right. to, do, to do anything. Right. Maybe Because you never know what the response is going to be or if it answers in a different room or on a dis- different yep. device. Uh my daughter, whose voice is not registered on voice match at all, asked it to play something one day. And if you don't, if you do that and you're not registered to voice match, it'll just go to the default YouTube music. So it should just go to mine. She asked it to play something and it started playing music here at the office. There, there's zero reason for that to ever happen hmm. that I can think of. Maybe it's I'm not just... like she sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm just living right, but but my my that my stuff at home right. I don't I don't use it I, I don't use the that assistant a ton on my phone. I'm gonna go ahead and mark that off. No, <laughs> no, no. The uh, fake news. The assistant on my phone I use if I if I have my phone set up in my truck I'll sometimes be like hey play this song or whatever. Ooh, that, before you go on, does yours work? If your Bluetooth is connected to your truck stereo, does your assist can your assistant hear you when you talk to it? I have to I have to turn down the the uh, the AC because mine sits in my AC vent. <laughs> but it will still try to hear you. Oh yeah, no, it works. So fine. my last yeah. three vehicles, well, it's not hearing well, you for some reason. Yeah, my my vehicle before the one I have now, and he doesn't my even want to say Tesla. I feel like it's pretentious. <laughs> my Tesla. I guess now. if I've named my other car, so my HRV, my Honda right. HRV. Don't before. say my. Say my the, on the Tesla. The Tesla on the HRV well, and on the and, and uh, yeah on some Tesla. I don't was know. it I'll get into a lot. Was that the car before that? Yeah, but there was no assistant before that. Yeah. Um, but my wife's Accord. Yeah. And on, uh, yeah, the, on yeah. the Tesla, all three. If I have my phone hooked to Bluetooth audio and I try to bring up the assistant, it doesn't matter if the I'm on the Bluetooth channel really? on the car, it can't hear me. That like, is so strange. And I'm like, is it the mic on here? It won't work. Yeah. And so, I, sorry. I, I don't even wanted... tap. I, I mean, I'll sometimes reach up and tap the the microphone, but normally I just say, hey, G, and play Side, this or whatever. Sidebar. Yeah. I will not listen. We were leaving the Veterans Cemetery yesterday, and I had never seen one of these up close. It was an Accord Sport Cherry Red, and it had, like, ground effects on it. Which uh, which year do you know? Probably 22, maybe. Okay. The, the new one has it. They, they redid the body this year. Oh, my goodness. Maybe oh, yeah. it was the 23. I don't know. Probably not. It's a little derpy looking. Uh, Cars unboxed then, yeah, coming it soon. It's amazing. Anyway, <laughs> Anytime we have a yeah, side conversation, we were in the, say yeah, it's yeah, going to be that a new episode. We, we were in there earlier, and I was, uh, so this should be out by then. You know, when do you publish? We publish this tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Storyblocks Audio has a Chromebook perk right now where you can get three months free through LumaFusion. This is not a promotion. I'm just making a point. We were sitting in there and I said, you know, I needed to set a reminder to cancel the subscription three months from now. And I was like, well, I'll have Google do it, but she'll probably forget. Jokingly, I said that. So I clicked the assistant button on my phone and said, hey, G, or I just said, set a reminder to cancel story blocks on July 15th or whenever it was. It said, okay, I'll remind you on July 15th. And the little card popped up and it had the date and it said what it was going to remind me of. There was a cancel button and a save button. The save button was not clickable. Huh. Nothing I could do could to, so it it heard me. It recognized. It acknowledged that I wanted a it reminder, gonna, but it did finish the task. Pretty sure yeah. there's no reminder set. I, so I I use mine at the house every day. I normally have it turn on lights, and then every morning I have it play two or three different podcasts, just depending on what my mood is. I'll say, hey, G, play whatever on main. It's because he lives by himself. And it, I've literally not had any issues at all. So this morning I asked the home max, hey, G, play some songs by John Mayer. This is a pretty easy task. <laughs> yeah. My, five, uh, my, my kids could do this. I yeah. could program a computer to do that. Yeah. And about 90 seconds later, it finally was like, okay. Here's some songs by John Mayer, and it did play John Mayer songs. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, 
But I'm like, these are things that could do easily yeah. years ago. Like, yeah. This yeah. is nothing. Last, yeah, last and, and night, so, my yeah. daughter, she's in, she. my daughter's obsessed when it get her birthday's in late, late July. January, February rolls around, she starts obsessing about, you know, my birthday and this and this and how many days is it and how many months is it. I mean, she's just like OCD it's my about my birthday. I asked her last night, I said, are you going to do this every day until your birthday? She said, yeah. I said, you're going to have to do it quietly. I can't deal with it. <laughs> Put you in bed. Yeah. So she's going to bed and she said, hey, gee, how many days is it until July, the day that her birthday is? Moment of silence. I'm assuming the assistant died or maybe she was in the bathroom. I don't know. <laughs> And then all of a sudden you just hear, I'm sorry, I can't help with that. Or I'm not sure how to do that. Or And I'm like, really? I think in the time it took her to respond, I can't do that. I probably could have done it myself. Just counted. Yeah. Yeah. But regardless, it's 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 definitely not. It's not what it used to be. And answers on wrong stuff. Like it gets stuff wrong at our house. Because remember, they talked about years ago, the whole proximity thing, like, if you're in, because if you've got a house that has lots of smart stuff in it, it's understandable that it might misunderstand and turn off a light in the other room or something. Because sometimes I'd like if, if I'm in a room, those lights have a specific name. Then in my son's room, they have a specific name. But the whole proximity sensing stuff was supposed to, it recognizes which device you're closest to. Right. So if you say, lights. hey, gee, turn off the lights, it knows, okay, well, he's in that room. Let's turn off those lights. Because for a long time, remember, you'd get prompts on your phone and say, oh, yeah. was that resp- was that what yeah. you wanted it to do? Clearly, that training didn't work because I have asked it to turn off lights and I'll walk in the kitchen and the dining room lights are off. I'm like, what, what well, is going on? And then, you know, the uh, routines have started failing here again. I've noticed that. Yeah. yeah. The, it'll, all the lights will just turn off. I'm like, Our camera comes I'm on by itself here. when we're all here. Yeah, yeah the camera was on by it's itself like that's, yesterday. That's a, a pretty crucial thing for us to have working properly because yeah. turning the camera on and off is when we leave we need to turn on and so yeah. then there's sometimes we show up and it won't turn yeah. off and i'll and get notifications it's just a whole slew of yeah. things so that yeah. that's yeah. problem number two assistant has become dumb you know i don't understand exactly why I, maybe they've pulled resources from the servers yeah to put them on other things and it just doesn't have the resources to do what it once did i i don't understand why further development makes it worse like i could understand it not getting any better than it was but why does it feel like it is regressing into yeah. it's a dunce yeah. i mean it's just not fun to, i i've completely unless i absolutely have to use it for something i just don't bother anymore nope. i just rather go open the chrome uh browser and, and type or use voice whatever to to say it and i'm gonna look it up for myself and so <clears throat> that's that's problem too so you got it took too long to get out problem two you know the the ace up the sleeve is it's gonna it's gonna use google assistant yeah, we're still talking about nest the pencil hub. tablet by yeah the yeah way. and nest hub it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be a hub well great the nest hub relies pretty heavily on google assistant which is yeah. a, kind of a turd now okay so that that cool thing that you're gonna do is not so great and then we got to talk about generative AI that has come along. And so now you've got not only is it relying on a thing that isn't as cool as it once was, ChatGPT and Bard have come along now and completely changed it. Now all of a sudden, it's not even just that it's mildly uh, worse than it once was. By comparison, it's the inferior product. And so now you're saying, hey, we've switched. Because with all of this, they've also taken a bunch of people off. They don't support third-party displays anymore. Yep. And so... Which is crazy because, um, no offense, Google, the the Nest Hub 2 is great, but Lenovo has made some of the best smart displays on the market. And I'm Mm -hmm. like... And so that just is a clear signal. We're not putting... We're not investing anything in this anymore. Like, they're going to support their own stuff, but they're just doing that because it's their hardware. Um, And so since they're not doing that, now, again, that ace up the sleeve is it's a smart display. Whoop de doo. Yeah. And Good here, for you. And it's another, a smart display yeah. with the dumb assistant. Yeah. And now you've got generative AI that makes it look even dumber. Yeah. And if you think that it's, oh, well, they're, they're probably going to, you know, event, soon enough it'll be barred or whatever. If you have not watched 60 Minutes um, interview with Sundar, they are not rushing this. They're actually calling for government regulations. You're yeah. not going to see Google's AI in its, you know, most powerful form probably for a long time if ever right they're not going to do what some of the other companies are doing they're just so not. so now you're going to announce this tablet at io finally 
hey, last year, remember we showed you this. We finally have it ready. It's supposed to ship in June. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Who's yeah. this product for? What? Who wants this <laughs> yeah. now? And at this point, we don't know a price, correct? I don't think so. There's been rumors. But the, the retail leak of the base, which is, it's probably, I'm sure it's a really good speaker. It's probably comparable to the Nest Audio, maybe better. Who yeah. knows? I think we took it out of here. It's and it's charging box. whatever. But it's 129 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Which, which means, is more expensive than a Nest Audio. Yeah. On its so own. You're, you're talking about, which I mean, granted, it charges your tablet and stuff, but the tablet, I mean, it's probably going to be six or seven hundred dollars. Yeah. And so now it's super duper confusing, and I kind of ended the post of kind of saying all that. Like, I just feel like it's too late. Like, it, you missed your window. There was a window of opportunity there where I think they could have sold some. They could have shaken up the market a little bit and done some cool stuff. Generative AI was coming. You know, we we didn't see this future six months ago. No one knew that it was going to be like this no. this quickly. So that that kind of took them up into them a little bit. And I get that. That's fine. Um, but when you mix all this stuff together, this has become a really muddled product launch all of a sudden, and it's unfortunate. And so the one bright part of this, perhaps, is um, you know I know you said based on that interview with Sundar, like. It doesn't sound like they're going to rush to do anything. If if Google was able to somehow communicate that the assistant at some point in the future is going to be um, revamped yeah. to use generative AI to help it be better and not so dumb, yeah. that could change it's all of us. Yeah. But they've got to say that specifically. Yeah. Like they can't just, well, I'm sure everybody knows that we're going to do that at some point. Like if you think that you want to sell this tablet to anybody, and, and the, the selling point, the feature, the big thing is that it's also a Google Assistant, you know, home hub situation. You, you've got to let people right. know that, that the, all the stuff, all the cool stuff, like the cool kids are over here talking about Bard and ChatGPT and stuff. You got to let them know that you're going to bring that to the table with right. this thing. Somehow. And if they are, because they, like I said, they announced that, you know, they're cutting support for third-party speakers. So right. if you're going to kill smart displays, great. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and kill them. If you're saying, hey, Google Assistant displays are going to be Google hardware, you better make them better. The Assistant's yeah. got to be better, and it yeah. needs to be fat sooner than later. Yeah, and I, I don't know. In its, in its incarnation now, I don't see how that would even be possible. I, like until they start taking generative AI and, and putting it into And perhaps Google like assistant. you said, that's what they're doing. If, if they're just Even like, if they just say that they're going, like yeah. They're, yeah. They're, if they've pulled back the assistance resources for now, because they're literally just working on how to bridge the two. Cause Bard could be the thing that, that solves a lot of the problems they've had with the assistant, not being intuitive enough right. to do the things that you need to. Cause there for a while it felt like, Oh, Hey, the assistant's getting pretty good. It's starting to, yeah, you but know, it still was a conversation, but it was never conversational and it was never it really was, like, yeah, it gets me. It was supposed to know? be able to make my reservations. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were working on that yeah. stuff and then people freaked out. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Duplex. Duplex. Yeah. yeah. They were, yeah. they were, they were touting that. Those were, that was those, an IO, right? A few yeah. Years ago. A few years ago. That was, that was on the way to this. Like yeah. that's a lot of what we're seeing now is based on stuff like that. And so I, I get it. They need to be careful. Yeah. Um, they, they do need to be careful with this stuff, but they can, they could use part of these language models to at least make the assistant more conversational. Yeah. Um, I put a just a screenshot in my post too about the the um, duality of this. So you got uh, I asked it the same question. So I asked the assistant, "What makes Blanton's a fantastic bourbon?" And it you know it took a minute, and then it found a link to somebody's review of Blanton's or something, and that was it. You know, and I'm like, oh, I could click that and probably read that and maybe get something. And then I asked Bard the same question. And it gave me this whole write-up about the history of Blanton's, tasting notes for Blanton's, what, how it's bottled, what makes it unique from the lid and the cap and the horses and all this, wow. all this stuff. This whole big long answer about what makes Blanton's so fantastic. Wow. And I'm like, if you need any more proof, that's there you it. go. This that's, is the difference. And that's the difference in, in how I would expect if I'm going to ask something to set a timer for me. Right. right. To play me some music. Right. Hey, Google Assistant, I'm I'm feeling a little sad and it's a rainy day play me some music to cheer me up but you know what i don't want anything too hard or like too techno or you know electronic but you know i, I, I also don't want super slow music because i'm kind of sleepy 
Like Google Assistant right now would have no idea what to do with that request. Nope. I feel like Bard would be like, "Here's, hmm, let me think here's, about that. Yeah. Here's this playlist. That's what. Like, <laughs> did either of you watch Elon's interview this week? Mm-mm. So uh, recommended. Whether you like Tucker Carlson or not, the conversation is because he is the one. I mean, he he started OpenAI, right? And he is the one tech guy out there who's pushing back, saying, "Hey, we need to." He's actually he from the sound of it, he's actually saying. He was he was on that board that set calls yeah, for the six month. But he, yeah, he's saying eventually AI will get to the point where he said it, it's going to be a serious problem and it could eventually cause an implosion or whatever. And he said, why would why do we want to be in any hurry for that? But uh, one of the good points he made is you said something about the Blanton's review. At what point does it become the generative AI may not be controlling? but the people that are using the generative AI will use it because generative AI like ChatGPT or the others can go out and it can find all sorts of different reviews of Blanton's and then it can take those reviews and then formulate almost like it's formulating its own opinion of what that is. And that's where things start to get gray and they start to get a little scary because it's like, whose opinion is this? You know, whatever. Well, and that's where Uh, he's wanting to do truth yeah gpt or whatever yeah. so uh it's it's i definitely recommend going yeah. and watching it. it's a very interesting interview and i always like listening to but, listen but to yeah Elon like talk, so. all of these pieces make this product launch very strange it does and um, and i hate it like I, yeah i wish that when they first announced it it was ready and it should have launched would have came out launched in the last fall. year it yeah. should have launched in the fall with the right. phones right. right and and maybe maybe we'll get it and maybe it'll be an incredible speaker Maybe it it'll be, be could be an incredible a tablet great too. tablet and a beautiful screen and all these things and maybe it'll be worth it for some people. Yeah, but I feel like for the vast majority of folks out there, I don't I mean, know that, that this I don't, is yeah, something I don't know of by. anyone off the top of my head of all the tech people I know and non-tech people I know. I know no one who is out there seeking an incredible Android tablet. Yeah, like Robbie said, if they're looking for a tablet to do something productive, or even if it's just gaming, they're looking for an iPad. Yeah, yeah. And if you want a great assistant smart speaker or just a great sounding speaker, just go get a Nest Audio when it's on sale. Yeah, yeah. that because yeah. it's not going to be a great assistant speaker right now, <laughs> unfortunately. And that's, I mean, it just is what it is. So. So with the time we have left, I don't, Robbie, you've got the clock over there. Um, let's talk a little bit about what we know about the fold because there was some new, there was some new news. There was some yeah, so some recent C- news. CNBC <laughs> apparently got on some. Uh, they saw internal communications about it, and so they confirmed just confirmed a lot of stuff that has up to now been rumors or leaks based on just some random person saying, hey usually a big news company that covers like world news isn't going to talk about tech stuff unless 100% they looked at it, saw it and can go, yep, we verified that's true. Um, And so, and and that's why news organizations exist. Like that's what we want them to be is uh, truth tellers. Um, You know, only we knew someone that worked at target that get us insider information. But yeah, uh, you know, they, they confirm like the sizes and stuff like that. Like was it? 5.8 inch outer display, 7.6 inch inner display. Um, they confirm that it will be upwards of $1,700. Now they kept saying, and they, they said that multiple times, like upwards of, so like um, if that means 1700 at like the top end, maybe they have like two or three different configs you can get. If that's like half a terabyte or a terabyte of storage and 16 gigs or 12 gigs of RAM or something. And then there's a version of like an eight, one twenty eight kind of thing. Uh, maybe that's a hundred or two hundred dollars cheaper. That would be cool. Um, yeah. I don't think we're going to see this thing for less than fifteen hundred dollars. Um, in in reality, yeah. Uh, Samsung starts at seventeen ninety nine, I think, for yep. the Z Fold four. Um, so they're going to be in somewhere in that range. Um, they said Google internally refers and talks to about it as the most sturdy. I think is the word they use, the sturdiest hinge or the most robust hinge on any mm. foldable ever. Um, so they're obviously proud it's of pretty awesome proud to, of their to say that because um, Samsung really touted their. They spent a lot of time like on the yeah, their second or third the gen. Yeah, yeah, they talked about that hinge so. every year. They they talk about it like yeah. it's a big deal. I mean, that's that's where most of your engineering is this, yeah. the hinge and how you're going to screen fold yep. that screen up the proper way. I'm so. still. I will be excited if Google makes a a flip, not a fold. Not a, yeah. I mean, I don't. I can see I don't, that. I don't know. Like that if they, they will. care about folding devices, like I feel like they got to have their first party stuff, which. 
you know, in defense of the, the Pixel tablet, part of the impetus for that is also just to have that mm-hmm. first party piece of hardware. Like if you're going to talk to developers about tablets and you don't make one, it's weird. Right. Um, and, and you know, don't, if you're hearing this and you're like, well, I don't make Chromebooks. We've had it's that a discussion. Different. Not going to yeah. have that discussion again, but you know, they don't get to, they don't work with partner OEMs on in Android the way that they would with Chrome OS because they control completely Chrome OS. Yeah. It's a little different. Um, they uh, also saw the weight, 10 ounces. Mm-hmm. Um, confirmed that. Um, so that's a skosh heavier than the Z Fold uh, 4. Um, I don't know that I've had hands-on with the, f- the latest one, the 4. They're, they're heavy, but, you know, like... I mean, it's a you know it, I, it's a lot of device there. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, this one's going to be thinner, too. So it's... Um, uh, Dave2D got his hands-on. I put that video in there, mm-hmm. but... Um, and I rewatched it again. I think it's five point seven millimeters when it's open. So the the not 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 where the camera hump is, but the rest of the device five point seven millimeters. So right on with the uh, uh, Surface Duo, which felt like wafer thin. Right. Um, but then when it's closed up, it will have the hinge that closes flat. And so closed up, I think that puts it at what my math's right eleven point four millimeters. Um, with a case on your Pixel 7 Pro, that's about what you're looking at. That's, so the thickness of the so case cool. and everything yeah. it will be the naked phone, you know, closed up. So um, that's pretty cool. Um, I don't think there was anything else in there. It's just cool to kind yeah. of hear some of these things confirmed, confirmed right. by yeah. a really big source that's not going to stick their neck out for something like this unless they know Do, for you, sure. You might oh, have, oh, oh, and it's coming. Uh, it will be at yeah. I.O. I mean, we've said this yeah. and we've kind of understood this. It's nice to know. For sure, for sure. be at I.O. and will be uh, shipping, shipping in June uh, along with the tablet. So um, I'm super excited about it. I'm hoping we get a review unit, but I'm going to be honest, even if we don't, I'll buy yeah, one. We're going to go get one <laughs> some, some <laughs> I, way or I'm, another. I'm buying one yeah. um, for sure. Uh, I don't know what I'll do with my S23 Ultra, but I, I've had one other folding phone experience before, and I'm at least smart enough to hold on to this my current phone for a little bit because I'm not sure. Know thyself, um, Robbie. Know thyself. But my yeah. my only hang up, my literally my only hang up with the Z Fold Four was that super duper skinny candy bar screen on the front. Yeah. And this phone this, won't have that. This, um, it's basically, that. if you go pick up, I picked up the six um, A. So the I think it's a five point eight inch screen on the six A. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Sounds yeah. right. Five, yeah, five eight. I think. I think it's right. 6A? Yeah. Um, so the smaller phones, and maybe it could be the 4A is what it what it is, because I think maybe the 6A went to 6.1 6, or something yeah. like that. Um, somewhere in that range, though. So it's a smaller smartphone, you know, by today's standards, uh, but the same kind of aspect ratio of a normal <clears throat> smartphone. Right. So the same width and height kind of thing. Um, and for, you know, knocking out a couple text, scrolling mm-hmm. through a feed or something like that, that's perfect. And that's what you need it for, because half the time, um, at least for me, um, on a foldable phone, it's a Half lot time, of what you use. You pick it up and you just do that, and you put it back in your pocket. Like you use that folding when you want a more immersive right. experience. When you're, when you're when trying you're, to do something different, yeah. Right. So when you're in your Not car, your normal day to day stuff, yeah. You're pulling that thing out and just put it, up and put it back in your phone, in your pocket. And so for the for me, the the fold, the Galaxy Z Fold. That outer display was not something I wanted to interact with on a regular yeah. basis, and I felt myself. I, even if I didn't want to, I was still like uh, real yeah. quick, and I'm like, Ugh, I hate this stupid thing, but I don't want to open up the phone, and that was enough for me to to walk it back. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. We're gonna have one in the office at some point pretty soon, uh, yeah. one way or another. So, yeah, because I O is. Just a few days away. A couple weeks. Like 11, Three weeks. 21 days. Yeah. yeah. Three so weeks. I'm excited, too. I've had zero experience with foldables other than, like, when Robbie had the Galaxy and then whatever we've seen at, at CES. So I will get this one way or another and use it for a few days. So I'm excited to see that because I've mm-hmm. never liked the, like you said, the longer candy bar. It just what, but the, what was the, the find in? That was the one I saw mm-hmm. that I was like, that's a phone I can get down with. Yeah. And this is going to be the pixels. Much yeah. It's going to be more, it's just a little bit larger version of that phone. Yeah. Um, which is good. Cause I, I like the idea that if you open it up into a tablet form, I want it to be <clears> seven, to eight inch tablet. Yeah. That's, that's like iPad mini. It makes it. And I love the iPad minis. Such a great size. I mean, it's just, to me, it's a great, like it's one handable and you know, the things that I use my phone for that aren't, you know, texting and basic communications are reading books. I read all my books on my phone and I like to play games on my phone and I like to watch and YouTube. Watch I, watch, I watch YouTube. It, the yeah. folding screen is perfect for all yep. of those things. Yep. Like it's fantastic for it. And I, I do miss having the galaxy Z fold for those things. It was just 
the other yeah, half of the I'm, time I use my phone for the basic commodity type stuff, you're yeah. going to use the outside screen. You are yeah. 100%. So if it's no good, that's a rough experience. Yeah. You've, you've got me, uh, you've got me all in on, uh, playbooks. Like I used to love just a physical book oh, and there, I still have a few physical books. I've got one, uh, the power of moments that I'm reading through now. That's a, a physical book. I like having that every now and then, but man, nice. just the convenience and I think like my wife I'm, always she she was like nah foldable phone foldable phone. But one of the places she orders like skincare stuff from or something she ordered or no it may have been her crafting stuff she ordered. They sent her an email one day and said hey congratulations we drew ten customers names we're going to send you it's whatever the brand new e ink Kindle oh, the little yeah, one that's yeah. about this big. Some and of those are getting pretty good too. Well, they've got one she that has, does have the stylus. There's one sure. that they launched the one new the stylus. one. Well, yeah. she reads a lot, and she she is does not read on her phone at all anymore. She uses that. And I'm yeah. like, I think you might get down with a foldable phone. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we'll know more soon, very soon. Yeah. Uh, and we'll be reporting on that, and we'll we'll uh, we'll probably even do just a special episode of the podcast all about yeah Google I/O. I've been yeah at the I/O and and. and the fold, man. I've just been waiting for yeah, Google to make just, a foldable. It's going to be great. Since, since the first yep. Samsung fold hit the market, I've been yep. eagerly awaiting. Well, and it was was it the duo that had some of the, the during the presentation, Hiroshi was up and talked about how Android is evolving and mm-hmm. dual d- dual screen and all this different stuff, and we were getting excited about it then of just this evolution of Android, yeah. and then obviously having that Pixel experience and that Google hardware to go along with. Right. It. Whew, it's yeah. going to be nice. Exciting. So, yeah, so we'll know more soon. Obviously, stay tuned, chromeunbox.com. And uh, I think that's it for this week. We appreciate you all tuning in and listening and watching. If you are watching, let's, let us know what you think about the setup. Hit us up on Twitter or down in the comments. Let me know. Uh, we're going to maybe do... I already have a few little tweaks, maybe, that I want to do. It'll help. Watching it back. Yeah. Editing. Yeah. It'll help. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I've liked this. This has been I've fun. Enjoyed this. It feels casual, yeah. which is what I want. So, uh, but yeah, let us know down in the comments or over on Twitter what you think. Go check out our poll on Twitter. Give us your feedback there. Enter the giveaway. And then, if you like this content, go down there and give us a thumbs up. Click subscribe and click the notification bell so you get an alert when we put out new episodes. All right, we'll catch you all in the next one. See you.